Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT Podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. <laughs> What's up everyone? Welcome to the 29th episode of the Real Life Tips Podcast. We've really enjoyed making that intro. Leon, what, what did you think when I, when I shared that with you? <laughs> yeah, man, I never wanted that to stop. Eh? Um, I'm hoping that we've got the same um, effect on the crowd and everyone that just listened to that. But that was jamming, man. Um, really, really good job there. If you didn't notice and you're new to the show, um, that was a rock rendition of our normal uh, jazzy type intro so fantastic fantastic work i'm actually going to load that up as my ringtone um, i'm going to play that in the shower it's it's just an it's an awesome awesome intro man i had so much fun actually composing well not composing but adding to to the existing intro that we had there um so if you haven't noticed this entire episode is all about music and we thought it best to spend some time to create a different version of our introduction here today to keep it interesting, to keep it uh, special and to personalize it a little bit because um, myself and Leon, we've gone through our heavy metal rock phases and, and ages and stuff in the past as well in our younger years and it's still something that that i quite enjoy doing um playing around with some compositions playing some guitar adding in some drums and stuff like that so really hope that you guys enjoyed that intro so welcome back to a brand new fresh episode of the real life tips podcast and i think this is going to be a very very interesting one a very good one leon mm. don't you want to do the introductions here yeah man so this is as i mentioned this is something we've been wanting to do for a while and talking about music i think the reason this is a, you know very close to myself and manu's heart is this is something that we just grew up with made huge impact in our lives, um, specific genres of music, specific moods, specific artists, etc. And I think this is something that a lot of people, again, is going to relate to. And I'm pretty sure for all of you out there listening right now, there are some songs or some music genres that you listen to. Maybe there's some music that you listen to when you're quiet or when you're alone. Maybe there's some music that you listen to while you are working out. Maybe there's music that you listen to while you go out partying or clubbing with your mates or your friends or you're at a at a barbecue or something like that. And it's just, it's something that is such a huge impact in the whole world on most people's lives. And it's interesting to actually look into it a little bit deeper and see what music, what are the actual impacts that music make in our lives? And why is it that we're so drawn to it? I don't really think I know anyone that doesn't have some sort of liking towards a specific type of music or genre of music. And it's just something that, you know, when you're sad, you think about a song. When you're happy, you have a song going in your head. It's just something that is almost relatable to mood, to places, history that you shared with someone. There's always a song that brings it together. Yeah, Leon, I think it's going to be a great episode today. And looking at it from a few different angles, you know, I think, like you mentioned, we all have had some sort of experience with music in the past, or it might have taken us through some really, really tough and difficult times. It might remind us of some really good past experiences, but we're really going to look at it from some past experiences, as well as some very interesting side notes of 
what does the science say? What does the research say behind it? Is there a specific reasoning for uh, specific genres of music that has a specific impact on our lives and the things that we do and the way that we react to specific situations? And really, how can we use music to spur on personal growth? How can we actually use music to change our lives, to to impact things, our moods in our lives or the situations that we're setting in as well? We're also going to have a look at some misinterpreted or most misinterpreted genres out there. I think that's going to be quite interesting because there's a lot of a lot of opinions that people have about heavy metal music mm-hmm. or classical music or jazz and those type of things as well. So we'll we'll touch a little bit more on that as well. But what we can promise you is after today's episode, you will definitely have a better understanding as to what role does music really play in our lives and how can you use that to your own advantage? How can you use that to achieve optimal results in certain scenarios, whether it is, you know, trying to lighten your mood or trying to sit down and concentrate and focus on studying or whatever the case is. So some really, really interesting tips, I think that's going to come out of today's uh, episode, Leanne. Yeah, definitely. I think we can dive right in there because, you know, it's it's interesting that um, music is something that comes through your ears, but um, somehow you it, it influences your feel and your mood and your heart. You know, if if I take myself, for example, as we mentioned, it feels like episode, like 20 episodes back when I started my journey with uh, training and fitness and so on. I can't really see myself going to the gym without some sort of music or podcast, any kind of audible thing happening in my ears right and the funny thing is if I listen to podcasts yes it feels like I'm doing two good things at once then right I'm training my mind while I'm training my body (laughs) but there's just something that happens when you're doing cardio where you can't really listen to (laughs) podcasts you have to slap on some dance music or some pumping clubhouse music or something you know just to get the blood flowing to build up extra reserve of energy that you weren't quite able to tap into without that nice pace and thump on the bass and the treble and the beat and so on and that's not just me I mean I look around in the gym every morning uh, well I say every morning um, yeah we'll we'll talk about that in another episode but whenever I am there and I look around and I look at the people everyone's got headsets on yeah have you noticed that every Mm -hmm. single person the only person that doesn't have headsets on is the trainers mm-hmm. <laughs> walking around. I don't know what they do in the gym. They already look good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they they walking around, they're giving instructions. The other people all have headsets on. They've all got their heads nogging towards some beat or some music. And it gives them energy. So I think one of the big things that uh, music really helps with that I've noticed is it's a huge source of untapped energy mm-hmm. or reserve energy that you have. But... It's almost like the music is the key of unlocking that extra energy. It's it's strange. Like I would be, I'd, I'll give you another example of where I noticed the energy factor for me is if if you're a South African, you'll know this very well. But every like once in two years or whatever, I take my family down to Cape Town and that's a long mm-hmm. trip. Mm-hmm. That's a 14, 15 hour trip, excluding stops next to the road, you know, bathroom stops and so on. And I promise you, at some stage in the car, I am the only woke 
person <laughs> and the only thing that ha helps then is to put on some old school robert miles or um, some dire straits old school rock and roll music something that you've always thought about driving on a long open road with you know what i mean like there's that mm, type of music yeah. it could be like nice country music or it could be very deep classical music or something that just kind of lifts you off and takes you off into like the darkness or wherever like in in south africa driving down to cape town you've got this whole area the Karoo, where you drive straight 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 you can literally just put your car straight and probably drive as fast as you want if you don't get caught and during that time there's just nothing better than blasting your favorite nostalgic music eh? and it kind of it kind of makes you feel like you're in a music video doesn't it like yeah i, I don't know that's the sort of experience that i have I'm, i know exactly what kind of songs you're talking about because it's always those type of songs like i've got two or three of them that i can pinpoint right now that i'm thinking of um mm. that i always you know if i'm if i'm taking a long trip even if it's just an hour drive or an hour and a half drive I'll I'll definitely add that onto that playlist yes. because yeah. it makes you feel like you're in a music video. It makes you feel that like everything's gonna be okay and Nothing life is matters, just good right? and everything. Yeah. No, I think it is important, Leon. I think, like you said, you know, it has this massive power that you know it alters your mood entirely. It it mm. really really um, can take you from a low of saying I've just woke up, I just got to the gym. Maybe today uh, isn't my day. I'm not feeling it. But you, you slap on a pair of headphones, you add on some great tunes onto your playlist, mm, and then all mm. of a sudden, you just you feel so much better. You, it, it's like something happens in your body. Uh, all of a sudden, the rhythm just you know, kicks in and you're ready. And I know what you're talking about in terms of exercising specifically as well. If you have the correct type of music that really mm. speaks to your soul and speaks to the energy levels inside you and really brings out the best in you, um, you can go for an extra 20 minutes, an extra 30 minutes, or go for an, another extra. You don't even realize the pain. Yeah, Yeah, go for an extra set and all of that. So it really, really does have a massive impact mm. on that as well. I think one of the other things that's quite interesting with, with music that you also mentioned, you know, thinking about the long open road and the way that it just alters and, and helps you push through times that you might feel tired and stuff as well. I know that music has a massive, massive impact on the concentration that you have whilst doing work. So yeah, I've actually got true. some really cool playlists that I've built up over time uh, um, that I've you know, played around with some some of the good tunes that I always have on my most popular playlists and stuff that I always listen to. But I've actually now created a dedicated playlist for listening to specific type of music when I'm concentrating heavily at work and, and things like that. That just really puts me into the zone. There's also a lot of studies that have been conducted and research Correct. that have been conducted mm. around this as well, that it actually can help boost concentration levels. It can help boost the, the, the retainment of the knowledge that you have whilst listening to that music and while studying as well. So I think that is definitely something uh, worth looking into as well. And I'd like to share some more insights around some studies when we get to the research portion of this. One of the other things though, Leon, that I do think is quite interesting as well is have you ever listened to a specific song and you can instantly take yourself back to and put yourself in your yeah. shoes 15 or 20 years ago. Yeah. It's insane how powerful that is. It's like it, it uses all like a bunch of different senses and and things happen inside your body. It's weird because I've listened or I've come across a specific song recently that 
yeah, I listened to when I was in primary school. Mm. Dude, and I still can remember like exactly I was laying on my bed or staring at the ceiling. The song was playing on five of them. <laughs> and I still mm. it feels like I'm there. It's completely teleports you sort of back into that day and time yeah. and the feeling that you felt and everything. How powerful is that? Hey? Mm, that that happens all the time. So I'm I'm very nostalgic when it comes to music. And I've got certain songs that when I hear them and I'm, I don't think that's just me I think that's probably everyone they just like you say it teleports you to a specific date place time smell uh, whatever it might yeah. be and you can remember it so vividly and I mean I always say to my mates that I've, I've got quite a long memory as to how far back I can remember my life and mm -hmm. there's specific songs and stuff where I was so small I can't tell you, like, I was probably three or four years old and there's these specific music that would be playing at, like, holiday resorts. And now, I mean, I can't even tell you the names of the songs, but if those songs play right now, I would immediately yeah. remember the place we were, more or less what time of the year, who was present, and more importantly, I would get, like, the sense of taste of caramel dip, ice cream or um, something that went with that time that was special there's like this um, other song as well and it's it's a it's such a not not me type song um, from <laughs> Wickfield I think Didi -di da 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 or something Saturday <laughs> night I think it's Saturday night uh, <laughs> this song was like big stuff on my first exactly what you're talking <laughs> about yeah <laughs> Like my first time ever to Cape Town with my parents and whatever. And I remember we would walk around in the VNA waterfront back then and buy donuts. And I just remember eating donuts with this song playing at that time during December. It was like the number one hit in the world or whatever. And it just like every time you got in the car and you turned on Cape FM, that was the song that was playing. And it, it's just <laughs> never, ever going to leave my side. And I mean, there's good connections, there's bad connections. I remember one night, my dad and I, we were sitting in the front of the car driving down to uh, the south coast. And mm -hmm. we also did a midnight drive through. So we left our side at like 11 p.m. and we got there at like 6 a.m. in the morning the next day. And during this one part of the road, Celine Dion's Power of Love was playing. Now that's a super, super powerful tune, right? And there was a biker that came past us and as he went into the curve of the road, he started crashing. Like he started leaning too far on the left and I just remember the sparks and how he crashed oh. down in the middle of the road and my dad tried to get over the highway to go and help him and one of those big Luxliner buses came past and actually mm -hmm, picked mm -hmm. up the exhaust that was laying in the road and threw it into our car. And it's just crazy. Like every single time I hear that song now, that's the only thing yeah. I remember. And that's feels, one of the, feels like you're still there. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's one of the most powerful, um, I would say, almost expressions of how powerful music can be is the fact that it can instantly take you back to specific times and places that it's just like you would never, ever remember it more vividly with any other mechanism than the music that was playing. Yeah, I mean, I take, for instance, um, we both we've spoken about this a bit in the past as well. We were both in, in the skating, BMXing, uh, punk rock sort of era as well when we were younger. And I mean, I've got a ton of videos and, and photos and everything of those times and mm. I, from time to time i go through them and stuff but nothing takes me back as good as 
your music does listening mm. to the type of music that i listened to back then i mean back then it was some 41 and your blink 182 mm. and plus 44 and angels and airwaves and all these really cool punk bands and stuff that i was listening to and even now to this day i have those things on my playlist on an ongoing basis because even though that's a very big part of my past there's no way i can really relive that at all um, beyond just listening to the music yeah, and it true. really really takes you back to the good mm. times it feels like i'm still a little skater boy or skater kid you know yeah. so, um, it's 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 insane how powerful that is which actually reminds me of something else i think music has a massive massive impact on your life in the in the regard that it does form a big part of your personality and your identity and who you yeah. are who, it is, who you associate yourself with as well. Uh, I think it goes without saying because that's how I made a lot of my friends. And I think mm. that's how you connect deeper with a lot of people. It's like, I don't trust people who listen to jazz. <laughs> well, not entirely, but but I don't. It's, I can't relate. Like maybe, maybe we'll be friends on the surface and stuff, but like we'll never have as deep of a connection as I would have with someone like you, for instance. You know, you, you understand metal, you understand uh, punk yeah, sure. rock and rock and all those type of things. And, and we identify to a deeper level. So it I think is, it look, does it form a big It is true what part. you mean. I think a less harsh <laughs> way of putting <laughs> it would be that um, generally speaking, if someone else is into dance music and you're into dance music, more than likely you'll already get along. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, That's uh, a better way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, I was a little bit too harsh, man. To <laughs> Oh, that's no, I'm, I'm kidding, of course, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's 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 like me and old school country music. I think a lot of people don't understand how much I enjoy my old school country music, and even when I listen to the music and the cheesy uh, lines, sometimes I I personally don't understand what I what I why I like country music so much. But there's also something very nostalgic in it. But you you yeah. touched on something interesting in the beginning as well about cognitive performance and so on. I mean, I remember in school, I had some issues with studying sometimes for specific mm. subjects, especially subjects that involved cognitive thinking. So basically stuff like math and science and stuff where you actually have to mm. think and not just reiterate stuff. And I remember at that time, um, there was my dad listened to, and by the way, my dad's been one of the biggest inspirations of music in my life. I mean, I, me and him shares almost exactly the same music taste, and that actually spreads very, very wide. As much as mm. I prefer my rock music, I can actually listen to almost anything and, 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 and really enjoy it. And at the time, he was listening to Enigma and Gregorian and Enya and like all this very, very yes, like classical yeah. instrumental type. I wouldn't say it's orchestral, but it's almost like, I don't know, like bohemian type music. And that stuff helped me study like you won't believe. And then the mm -hmm. research actually says the same. It says that if you're going to listen to like upbeat music and stuff, that's not going to be good for studying. That's good for energy. But if you want to actually get good cognitive improvement, like quiet music without much lyrics, um, orchestral, classical music, mm, not too mm. complex music, really does help. Almost it should actually just be like background um, noise. And I think that was my issue is my brain fires at like 20 cylinders the whole time. So if there's like white noise, but in my case, white noise doesn't work. But if there's like background music, it flushes away like all the other voices in my head and kind of just That's, helps yeah. me to focus on the page that I'm on. 
And that really helped me through a lot of my studying. And it's not that I was a bad academic. I just noticed very early on that I struggled to concentrate while studying. I'll be studying a page and then suddenly see, oh, my, my pencil needs sharpening. And then sit and sharpen my pencil. And lo and behold, 20 minutes later, I'm still fiddling with my pencil on the edge of a paper. And I'm like, oh, crap, like I missed 30 minutes of studying now. Mm. But put on some Enya or something, I'll be laser focused and I'll get through the materials and I'll be able to actually function cognitively quite, quite well. So that's it's, that's it's funny that you mentioned. Well. Yeah, it's it's really funny that you said that, Leon, because I, I came across some specific research topic that I was doing and somewhere along the line, they started uh, talking about music and its involvement in or its its effect that it has on you whilst studying. And there's an interesting thing that they mentioned. It's the Baroque era type of music. It's a type of classical music in a specific uh, setting back in history. I think the 1600s or something mm. like that. And it's actually proven that by listening to Baroque music, it will really help you concentrate and study. And here's what, what the research actually says about that, right? It says, since Baroque music generally travels within 50 to 80 beats per minute, it stabilizes mental, physical, and emotional rhythms, which creates a strong mental environment for studying. There's also something about that. So it's not just the fact that it's classical and that it doesn't have any lyrics, because there's, mm. there's some studies that show that you get distracted by the lyrics. Um, and there's only yeah, so much... listen to what they say. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Even if you're not consciously aware of it and you try and concentrate on reading something and it's just really soft in the background. I've yeah. tested this out myself. I've tried and I've wondered, why is it that I'm not focusing today? It's because I'm listening to a playlist that I, you know, I know the songs or maybe I don't know the songs and I want to listen to the lyrics and stuff, even if it's on volume two. You know, so um, there's, there's something mm. very powerful of listening to music that doesn't have lyrics, number one. And number two, there's actual science behind and the studies behind the tempo of the songs as well and the style of the yeah, songs. So true. Baroque music, yeah, man, it's a real thing. There's there's actual research done around how that we improves. We should put that in the show notes That's because that's a very, very interesting topic in and of itself. Mm. I think um, if I didn't hear from it from you, that would have been completely new to me as well. And yeah, the the study behind it is actually very very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'll definitely include some some things. It's there's some really cool places that you can find that I think will will include some of the the, the tools or places um, in in the tips section of today's episode. But mm. perhaps let's have a look at some of the other research, Leon, in terms of what an impact your know, music actually has on our lives. Perhaps stress related mm. or anything yeah. else. More. What do you have for us? I think I think the next one was going to be stress relief, right? Um, I think that's probably. If I go back and I think of the first stress I ever had, like I can't tell you when that was or where exactly we started noticing stress pop up in our lives. I don't know if it happens at a certain age. I don't know what triggers it exactly, but I just know that we all live with stress now. We live in a stressful world um, and we get stressed by different stresses. Mm -hmm. And there's a ton of research that shows uh, the impact that music has on stress. And you would assume that you are obviously you know relaxing music if you walk into like a you know a massage parlor or um a spa day spa there's always like this tranquil music playing and yeah absolutely i, I walk in there i immediately feel like i'm escaping reality for a little mm -hmm. bit and i'm walking into a much less stressful env environment and then that 
bodybuilder Thai lady jumps on me and starts ripping my body apart and I don't feel that relaxed anymore but anyways it's it's not really necessarily just the type of music it doesn't necessarily mean that it's just um you know soft music and, and stuff like that I take myself for example um when I was younger and this still works to this day the harder the better for me when it comes to stress relief right mm -hmm. if i can put on the heaviest hard rock music pumping music i just don't know i've completely escaped reality for a little bit there and um for me it's the opposite as soon as the music is too soft the reality the reality of my situation can still kind of shine through mm -hmm. and still seeps into the moment whereas if it's so overwhelmingly brutal and loud and uh, um, you know that honestly takes me and transcends me to a completely different world so as far as stress relief is concerned I absolutely agree um, there's actually a, a, a study that was done in 2013 they took three groups once again they always try it's very difficult to do studies with only two groups because it can be it can obviously result inconclusive mm. there was a group that listened to relaxing music others listened to sound of just rippling water and then there's another group that received no auditory stimulation. And then they introduced various different types of stress responses to the groups. And it was completely conclusive. The group that received music had the best reaction. And they, they measured this with, um, within your nervous system, actually. So they actually looked at the impulses on your brain with those brain uh, reading systems. And actually, the people that listened to relaxing music, they had the biggest stress relief. The rippling water had an effect as well on the ANS or the autonomic nervous system, whilst the people with no stimuli as far as music is concerned actually uh, dealt with stress as usual. They didn't actually see any improvement. So there's obviously, and I mean, I don't think the studies need to tell us uh, more. I think we've all experienced it. Every time you get into a very stressful situation, there's a lot of things that you can do that can help. Music's just one of those. We, music is one of those things that just kind of takes you out of your situation, allows you to focus on something energetic or something uh, joyful or whatever the case might be. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. For you, did, did you use stress uh, or music in stressful situations as well? I, I do, Leon. I think there's a couple of things that I want to actually touch on that you mentioned there. One of them being this: the, the research study is actually quite interesting because I remember when I was younger, my mom was very, very hungry highly focused on getting us to perform optimally when we were studying mm. or concentrating or especially studying. And she actually bought this whole package thing. I can't remember if it was on Glow Mail or Verimark or one of those online, or I mean, TV ad sort of sale things where they also had a bunch of discs included with, yeah, those infomercials, where they also had a bunch of discs included that you know, either plays classical music or waves crashing or something like that. And I still don't know if that makes a difference, but it is interesting to know that the type of sounds that you're absorbing, you know, be it music mm. or sound effects, there is one that actually is has proven more successful. So very, very interesting, yes. especially now that that actually ties into the Baroque um, music that we mentioned earlier on. So actually really, really interesting seeing or hearing that. The other thing is that you touched on your stress relief and that's exactly it for me. Um, I think in some cases, yes, if you're feeling a little bit anxious or you want to concentrate or something, 
hearing the sort of quiet um, elevator music or classical music and stuff that does calm you down or reduces anxiety i think for me but i do understand what you meant with the louder it is the heavier it is the more relaxed you feel it's basically like the way i picture it is imagine you tell your wife to calm down while she's already flipping out you know (laughs) you're just adding fuel to the fire and that's sort of like how it feels at times if i'm extremely raged up then i can't don't come and play me some classical stuff man like give me the heavy stuff let me work through that and actually it reminded me of you know how misinterpreted these type of genres could be as well because when i was younger you know being a dramatic little teenager boy going through puberty dealing with you know, the whole world falling apart and my life falling apart and nothing else works out and all those things, right? Like those extremely strong emotions you deal with when you're going through your teenage years. I started listening to heavy metal and instantly I was judged by that. I think a lot of people are. They instantly associate you with like yeah. the gothic or the emo kids or I don't know, dark arts or um, witchcraft kind of groups and stuff as well. And it's <sighs> not... The amounts of time I've heard older people tell me it's satanic. Satanic, yeah, hey? exactly. There's so many Jeez. so many negative like things associated with, with heavy metal and stuff. And I think if I really had to go and break it down for people out there, if you don't understand why people listen to heavy metal, this is it. Okay, this is the gospel right here. Heavy metal is a real good diffuser. And that's how it really impacted my life. I think it has played such a massive, massive role because uh, you not only form this um, great bond of belonging amongst other people who are like-minded, who listen to the same type of metal music uh, or hang out in those type of groups, as much as, yes, you do get a bunch of negative stuff that happens. and, And just by some weird coincidence, there is some heavy metal playing in the background but heavy metal is a massive massive diffuser and i think there's this massive misinterpretation of how heavy metal is negative but it really is Mm. positive for me at least i know in my experience uh, if i Mm. go through an extremely upsetting or tough time um, and i'm so frustrated you listen to the heavy metal music and it almost feels like you're um, releasing all of that energy out in this music so that you don't rage out or so that you don't have to throw something against the wall or um, do something rash or you know, flip out on someone. It really does calm me mm. down in that sense. I think that's um, just something to point out. I don't know, Leanne, have you had the same experience with heavy metal like as well? 110%. I think it's probably the most stereotyped and judged music genre out there is metal and heavy metal or even hard rock and roll. Um, and it's 100% the music that I enjoy the most. And mm. I think the reason I enjoy it is because you're quite right. It's something that I think we identify with a little bit because more than often um, heavy metal band players and so on are themselves a little bit outcast. And they sing about many times about heartfelt sadness in their lives or things that happened in their life and how they triumphantly come out the other side. And things like that. I mean, the misinterpretation is almost, uh, it's, it's almost, it's almost as if heavy metal is a slap in the face of people that create stereotypes. Mm-hmm. It's to kind of show them that, listen, go yeah. and read the lyrics and you'll actually find the exact opposite of what you thought. I mean, I just, just out of interest, I, I found a few lyrics that are from songs 
that are so commonly misinterpreted. And I think, you know, if, 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 if you think about the amount of time you've heard older people maybe say Ozzy Osbourne is satanic or um, Slipknot or whatever the case might be, like all these bands are so bad and so dark and so evil and so on. I mean, there could be truth in certain ones, but generally stereotyping is, is what's not correct. Um, so there's one song, for example, from Ozzy Osbourne called Suicide Solution. Now, it's one of those songs where immediately certain group of people would immediately say, yeah, see, that that song is probably about um, suicide and how suicide is the best way to get rid of life and all this stuff. But meantime, the guy's actually singing about how bad drinking habits are and how drinking and being an alcoholic is a very slow suicide like that's just mm -hmm. a slow way to kill yourself and you should stop doing that and this is mr ozzy osbourne probably everyone listening at least knows who i'm talking about mm -hmm. and he definitely does not have a reputation amongst many people as someone that would say something like stop drinking because it's a slow suicide but mm -hmm. that is what his music is saying and mm -hmm. that might just inspire one alcoholic kid that's going down the road of alcoholism yeah. to realize, listen, if this legend of a rock god, Mr. Ozzy Osbourne himself, is saying that, because look at him, right? Look what drugs did to him. And mm. he's saying that it's a slow suicide and a slow burn to go and drink your life away. Maybe he saved a couple of lives through just those few lyrics. And that's just one example in a in a pool of examples and, and in an ocean of examples of music that come off as itchy, scratchy, heavy yeah. metal music, mm -hmm. stereotyped by massive amounts of people. But when you go and dig deep into the meaning of the music, it's usually much deeper than most people would expect. I think that's interesting because on the opposite side of the coin as well, most people, and my parents included, tried to keep me away from all of the negative music in the world and constantly yeah. asked me, didn't try and keep me away from it, but constantly warned me of don't listen to this type of music because it's going to affect you negatively. But I think so many people look past the fact that have you listened to the lyrics of the pop songs nowadays, mm. right? Have you actually listened Ooh, to the lyrics? I think that's <laughs> that's actually worse than, than uh, your, go and restrict your kids from listening to the radio <laughs> rather this than restricting them from listening to alternative point. music and stuff because <laughs> some of that stuff is just so vulgar, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. And very I think raunchy, it's, yeah, I and I, I think it's extremely um, important to take note of that type of stuff as, as, as little control as we could actually get over that, I think it you know where we can, we should try and apply that to our lives, to the to the lives of our kids as well. I'm not a parent, but mm. here's what I'm saying: is that music can alter your mood. We've you know science has proven this, and uh, research and studies and all those things, mm -hmm. and we know this, right? It can alter your mood and in a very very deep level. Because it not only alters your mood, but it speaks to you subconsciously, whether you listen to the lyrics consciously and you absorb that information. Either way, it is entering your system and the subconscious mind. This is something that I still want to talk about in a future episode, though, is it's been proven in studies that the subconscious mind has 95% control over your actions on a daily basis. This is true. Where the conscious yeah. mind only has 5% control over your your actions in a specific in a particular day this has been proven by studies and stuff right 95 percent mm. of it happens subconsciously so 
by making sure that you're absorbing you know good music and positive music the and right all those stuff, stuff and the mm. right stuff just the right stuff it doesn't always have to be positive and stuff but you know go and have a look and don't judge <laughs> heavy metal or any of those other type of uh you know heavier or punk rock or type of um alternative mm. music scenes or genres uh with too too much uh intent because at the end of the day uh, there's a lot of other ones that are also commonly misinterpreted or yeah. we're looking past them. As 100%. Well. I mean, the one aspect here is that at the end of the day, this should serve as entertainment, right? So if if you get entertained by pop music, you get entertained by pop music. I personally um, listen to popular music, but I find that it doesn't live as long as, for example, rock and roll music. For example, a brand new uh, tune from one of the great top 20 artists in the world right mm -hmm. now, I would be jamming to it as well. But I probably find that after one night of a party playing that song twice or thrice or whatever, I would be over that song. But that's just me. We're here to say that all music is great in its own right. But it is very important. And one of the topics that we did want to touch on is to not put music into certain boxes and not put them into certain stereotypes. I've listened to some really strange music as well that is not even in any... I don't even really know what class to put it in. But it's got certain impacts in your life and that and it invokes certain moods and it brings about certain feeling inside of you and that's actually the effect that you want from music just listening to music like pop music i find is like popcorn you know it's something that satisfied the immediate thrill mm -hmm. and that's fine it's got its space right i'm not going to go listen to a taylor swift or a <laughs> justin bieber song because I want to get soul food out of it. Like I want to make life changes well, or something. Well, Taylor Swift though. <laughs> well, Taylor Swift, I'm going to object there, dude. I'm a it's big Tay Tay fan. It's an okay? example. It's an example. All Maybe right. not I'm her not recent stuff, to... but but her original stuff, <laughs> Taylor Swift. She's actually a very good, she's, she's a very good writer. I know. Yeah. Um, don't, don't, don't mess with my Tay Tay. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I stepped, I stepped on, I think I lost half of our audience now. Well, I hope we don't have too many Tay Tay listeners. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, but just what I'm trying to say is that the music that you listen to um, affects your social life as well. You'll you'll um, inevitably have friends that listen to similar music. You'll make those relationships and you know create those memories for life with and around that type of music. Whether that's pop music, whether that's rock music, whether that's dance, house, hip hop, classical, blues, it doesn't matter. I kind of listen to a little bit of everything at some mm. stage. It's it's crazy for me how much hate there can be between two different music group listeners. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in South Africa we've got Afrikaans music, you know, we've got Soki music as well, which is like <laughs> our pop music. And there's a ton of people that listen to that stuff. And then guys would go and say, yeah, but I don't ever listen to that because it's not cool. But then you go to the first barbecue with them and you join them for a party. That's the first music they put on and everyone's enjoying it, right? So it, yeah. it just goes to show like music brings out mood. It brings out friendship. It brings out joy. Um, but on a very intimate level, it can also improve learning, improve your, your mood help with cognitive thinking, um, help with your emotional state, depression. There's a lot of other stuff. Like music is actually very, very powerful in many different ways. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Leon, I think it's 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 really cool that you mentioned that though, because I remember back when I was younger, and I'm not sure if this is a thing that just comes with you know as you mature through life and all that, but a lot of my so-called friends or groups that I was associated with and stuff really had this fence built around what the group of people should be listening to. I'm I'm referring to high school and stuff, you know. There's always mm-hmm. this whole thing of like um, no, but you're part of this group. You don't listen to heavy metal music or no, you're part of this group mm. and you only listen to heavy metal music and stuff like that. And I've seen this sort of um, you know, leap into you know adult years and stuff as well, where some people are very judgmental when it comes to people um, you're know, liking a certain genre or a certain type of music and stuff as well. So I think it is important to be open-minded and don't... You know, be, be, music is a very... A personal thing i think for me at least it, yeah. it always has been i think be very open-minded towards that and you know just understand that people have their own different tastes as well so always take that into consideration because it will affect your 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 social interactions with with people around you as well uh, whether that being positive or negative as well something to just take into consideration is be mindful that a person might long, like a specific song because it might take them back to a specific incident mm. that occurred in their life and they like revisiting that or they like remembering that specific memory and and dating back to that as well so those are the things that i think we should take into consideration leon i think it's also time for the real life for today <laughs> so let me start you off um what tips mm. do you want to share with us today yes yeah, so i think if we didn't uh, mention this enough already i think the first thing is to break out of stereotype um so if you don't listen to orchestral music because maybe you see it as the background music in Lion King, or maybe you see it as you're not smart enough to understand the music. Go get yourself a really, really good headset, right? And this is this is the first thing you need to have. You need to have good um, speakers or systems that you listen orchestral music especially to, because you need to be able to listen to the different sound separation and things like that, and the stage and so on. But when you start listening to orchestral music in very, very high definition and good quality, and you can start hearing the separate instruments, and this is just an example. I'm not saying everyone hears to go and listen to opera music and stuff like that. But you then start um, at least appreciating the depth and the quality and the technique and the talent that goes into making that very, very complex music. Same goes for, as we just said, hard rock. Stop hating on the hard rock people so much (laughs) and saying that it's all satanic music. Go listen to the lyrics. Listen to the rhythm. I promise you there's a rock music in everyone's closet that they love. And this, the, the rest of the genre doesn't fall too far from the rock music that you, for example, like. I mean, my father-in-law probably listens to the most relaxed music in the world. And when I met him, one of the first songs he's played on his guitar for me was Nothing Else Matters from Metallica. When I told him it's Metallica, he almost fell off his chair. I was like, yeah, no, that's Metallica. That's the guy that apparently, you know, is a Satan worshiper, you know. <laughs> so, so stop um, like stereotyping and classifying music into certain classes i think every music all music has a certain place and a certain style to everyone and the fact that we actually judge people based on the taste of their music is probably a little bit immature and 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 maybe out of place and the challenge i would put with this is like i said go and try a different type 
or style of music this week but give it a good shot like give it a real real good try if there's certain types of music that you've always thought yeah i want to give that a go like i want to give that a try like anyway i watched a, an animation movie about jazz music the other day and that just got me into jazz music and i mm. promise you if you listen to it in that frame of mind the whole genre just opened up to me and i started appreciating jazz music um so yeah i love that uh i think it's quite interesting liam because that actually reminds me i recently started listening to more spanish music um i've always Mm. loved spanish music but for some odd reason more recently i just started listening to more of that so a few things that you mentioned (laughs) in there so basically break out of the stereotypes and listen to the Mm. lyrics and try a different type of music i really dig that i think from my point of view i also might have um a few maybe one two or three The first thing I would give as a tip here is if you're focusing on maybe studying something at the moment or maybe you're doing some part of your job involves extreme concentration, go and listen to Mm. some Baroque music. I'll try and link a playlist on YouTube. You might want to spell that out for us eh? because (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like broke music. Broken music. I'll I'll list it out (laughs) in in the show notes if you're interested. I'll try and add in a YouTube playlist or something. There is one specific one where they played live 24-7, I think. If you could just switch that up on uh, on maybe YouTube music or on YouTube itself, doesn't really matter. Uh, but go and give that a shot. I think that's really, really, that's one of my, my action steps that I'm going to do straight after our session here today as well, as I'm really going to try and incorporate that into my studying routines and stuff as well. That's mm. tip number one. Uh, tip number two that I have is try using music more in your relationships. Okay, this is something that I've incorporated in my relationship for, well, since the beginning of it. Um, (laughs) No, that's not exactly (laughs) what I mean. What I mean is that remember that we spoke of the fact that music really can spur on this nostalgia and take you back in time. And really, really, it's like a time capsule. So if you've been in a relationship for an extremely long time and uh, maybe there's that one specific special song that you guys heard when you first kissed or when you guys first went went on a walk in the park and it came up somewhere at a nearby restaurant or something that that takes you back Mm. on that. I think music is a massive, massive big part of my relationship um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, because we've got a lot in common in the sense of our music types and styles and you know things that we enjoy in music and also you know at the same time there's a lot of nostalgia tied around it like we talk about the good old days even when we weren't together you know when we were kids and this song came up and yeah it really really does just provide a very deep connection in a relationship as well so really using that to grow your own relationship i think is, is one of my top tips that I want to leave with the audience here today. The other one, last one, and this is something that I've also done quite a bit in the past, is build yourself a good playlist. Whether yeah, it's a playlist true. to wake up to some really, really cool tunes that, that just cheers you up, right? But build it as you go along. If you discover new songs, add new songs to that playlist. Because what I do some days, if I don't, if I struggle getting out of bed and I'm not feeling this day, I put on the, it's the first thing that I do in the morning when I wake up on those days is I put on my music so that I can wake up, get dressed and all those things, but to the good vibes. And that alters the mood that I go into that day with. Um, So whether it is for you to wake up or maybe just push you through that last bit of the week. So create a midweek playlist or something just to push you through to the, to the end of the week, just so that you can enjoy the weekend again, if it's a tough week 
or even an exercise playlist. Find, a, find the best tunes that really, really just gives you a lot of energy that you can exercise to. I think that really, really does help you achieve your fitness goals in that regard as well. So those are my three tips. Very nice. Leanne, what do you think? No, I've got just one last one. Um, yep. And this is not necessarily with every single song out there. But especially with music that maybe you're not relating to or if you are one of those that think about hard rock in the wrong way or that it's dark or whatever, give the lyrics a listen. Sometimes you'll be quite surprised at what sits behind the lyrics. And many times if you Google the lyrics, you might actually get explanation about the backstory around that song or why that song was written in that specific way, etc. And that will open your eyes up to maybe a completely different view um, of of that particular song. But yeah, that goes without saying. Go listen to the lyrics. I'm not saying for pop music, um, <laughs> to be honest, those <laughs> lyrics are usually <laughs> quite hollow. Um, I'm talking about the more, um, I would say, frowned upon styles, not just hard rock, maybe other styles as well. Um, I mean, when I listened to my first bit of hip hop back in the days with Eminem, and it's very, yeah. very hardcore um, lyrics, but it's actually extremely good, right? I mean, if yeah. you do listen about the pain and the hurt in all of the lyrics that he sings, that's that's probably 50% what got me into listening to his music was just the fact that his lyrics were really, really, really good quality. Mm. So yeah, that would be the other one. If it's a style that you don't like, give the lyrics a listen. It might open your mind up. I love that. That's it. That's it from my side. I mean, this was this was a topic I've wanted to do for a very, very long time. I think a lot of people out there are also music enthusiasts and um, connoisseurs even. Um, for those, we probably didn't bring anything delightful today. But for those that just wanted to have a happy-go-lucky talk around music and the impact that it has on our lives, um, I thank you. I thank you for being here. There you have it. Remember to head over to rltstudios.com forward slash show 24. We're running a poll to find out if you want more. It's going to take you two seconds, two little questions. Head over to rltstudios.com slash show24. Give us your feedback. We really, really want that. And again, thank you all so much for joining this episode. We look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Until then, my name's Mono. I'm Leon. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Cheers. Bye.